Welcome to No Player Connected, the only podcast where we go into your favorite video games and then don't play them. I'm your host, Professor Jam, and today we are joined by Echo the Dolphin Enthusiast, <laughs> Librarian, and Phasmophobia Aficionado, Stell. You decided to call me Laura. I'm keeping you on your toes. All right. <laughs> Consider me on my toes. I'm going to call you Laura for the rest of this. Okay. For, for those that don't know, Laura is an IRL friend, but then we mostly interact online, so we flip between using our real people names and our superhero names. I think so. I call you James, like, when we're having real conversations, Never. and then I call you, you Jam when ever, when one of us is being silly. So, like, mostly just Jam. You, you saying James right now is like a breath of fresh air. <laughs> I am either Jam, <laughs> Professor, or Mr. Insert My Real Life Last Name to my students. I never actually hear my real name anymore, so it's a, it's a pleasure. Well, you're welcome. Laura, regrettably, I am not enlightened to the ways of Echo the Dolphin. Well, do we need to talk about Echo the Dolphin? Like, we could go into Echo the Dolphin and not play it. I mean, we couldn't. It's not multiplayer, but... that's That'll be the 100th episode special. You heard it here, guys. Let him br- make him bring me back. I have something more comforting, uh, to me at least, and that's a haunted campground. So we are we are in Phasmophobia, the earth-shattering, ghost-hunting phenomenon that uh, came out... Oh, God, what year was it? Oh, was God, it was 20- it 2020? Uh, I think I it was 2019. Was it 2019? Really? I don't know. We look bad, and I'll probably edit this out. Perfect. But... <laughs> it came out a um, few you, years ago. Can you can you give us a quick rundown of Phasmophobia for folks that might not be acquainted with it? So in Phasmophobia, you are what I assume is an elite team of ghost <laughs> hunters who get paid like $200 at the most. Okay, when you said elite, I did want to bring that up. That <laughs> we get paid like... $30 if you find evidence of a ghost, and you can also die. Yeah. And it feels like ghosts aren't known in this world, except by us. So, I don't know. But you're not here to do anything about the ghost. You're here to identify it and get out, and hopefully you have as many team members as you brought with you. So, you go into these haunted places where there are murderous ghosts, and you use your fun little ghost tools, your EMF, your... I've forgotten everything else. Your spirit box, your flashlights, your cameras. And you look for a series of characteristics that tell you what kind of ghost you're looking for. And then presumably another team comes in and actually gets rid of the ghost. But that's not what we're paid for. That was, a, that was a lovely rundown. What is it, like 20 different kinds of ghosts? I think so. It started out as fewer, but there have been a couple of updates that have significantly increased the number of ghost types. Huge gains in ghostology. <laughs> yes. Which is probably the field. That's definitely the field. All right. Well, you heard it from the expert here. All right. <laughs> I have, a, I have a few questions about this here video game because um, I've seen the types of games that you're into, uh, like uh, Freddy Fish <laughs> and Echo the Dolphin. All and the so, underwater games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we're, I mean, it's raining in the game right now, so technically we're under some water. But yeah. I just wanted to know what brought you to this game. Because when I think of you, I don't think of someone who hunts down horrific monstrosities. Well, this is an interesting question, because it was you. Wait. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I forgot. All right, James. So, once upon a time, you were streaming Phasmophobia pretty I early like on. I jackass right now. <laughs> I feel like the biggest jackass right now. No, this is great. This is very funny. You were streaming Phasmo, and you and I think Alex were playing, and that was actually the first time I ever talked to Alex, but you wanted more people to play, and I said I would play. 
and then my computer was absolute dog shit. Do you remember this? This sound familiar? I don't. None of this sounds familiar. I was in a fugue state. Amazing. Anyway, so eventually I got a better computer, and then I played a couple games of Phasmophobia with you, my friend James. Yeah, and I was there. <laughs> and you were there. And then I started playing it on my own, because I liked it. And then I got into a fun little group of people who all enjoyed hunting down ghosts and playing horrible, terrifying games. And I was like... I don't really like horrible, terrifying games, but I like my friends, so I guess I will keep playing the terrifying games. I guess to, to delve deeper into that, because yeah, I, I so I introduced it to you, I guess I just completely forgot that bit, but like, <laughs> was it just the playing with friends bit that kept you returning to it? Like, what really, how did this game grow on you? Or was it just that? I think um, what kept me on the game was playing with friends. I think at some point I would have lost interest if I hadn't had this group that I played with a lot. And we we have like moved on to other games, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. But we keep coming back to it. But I liked the detective-y nature of it. You're not just oh, hunting down the ghost. you're a Nancy Drew fan, I forgot. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you're finding the clues, you're solving things, you're looking at the ghost's behavior, you're doing all this like logic the fact that you can get killed at like any moment by a ghost does detract from it a little for me but <laughs> it's fun to solve things this makes a whole lot more sense now now that you phrased it like that i'm probably going to cut out the parts where i uh, i completely forgot that i was the one that introduced the game don't to you, but... you dare this is the funniest <laughs> thing i'm going to keep making references to it so you can't cut it out uh, yeah that's going to yeah i i won't cut it out i won't cut it out <laughs> Cut that out. So, with that in mind, because, yeah, you, okay, so you're more of a detective type, you know, collect all the clues, uh, logic puzzle your way out of this uh, paranormal situation. What do you think is the scariest part of this game? So, Ugh. the parts that I assume you don't enjoy, See, you're not a fan of being scared? <laughs> That's the thing about, I think, any game in general is that it gets less scary as you play it more. So, at this point, I know the ghost's behavior pretty well, so I'm not nearly as scared as I was in the beginning. Back the first time when you got me to play it, you said, you can stay in the van the entire time, and I stayed in the van a lot. And <laughs> I was like our designated van person for my group of Phasmo people. But then I became less scared eventually. I think that the scariest part for me is when the ghost pops up out of nowhere and you didn't expect it and it like sings a little song at you or breathes in a menacing way when you were just standing there minding your own business i hate the singing i will definitely agree with you that that is a a spooky time I don't like the build-up. If it's a sudden, like, ah, I'm, I'm in the kitchen now, ah, and then, it, <laughs> and then it does its little breath and goes away. But if I can hear it singing and it gets closer mm. and closer and closer, that freaks me out. That's fair, all that tension. When the ghost, like, comes to get you, for those that don't know, it, like, spawns somewhere and then it walks, like, towards you. Is that fair to say? Yes. And so it's... It's searching for you. It's not just a, like, instant you're dead. It actually has to seek you out. That buildup and that tension is what gets me the most. You hear its game. footsteps coming, and then as it gets closer, you can hear it making noise. Some of them, like, cry. Some of them breathe in an unsettling way, like I said. And it's just, when it gets so loud... I don't like that either. But I mean, it's kind of fun at the same time. I think that's the thing yeah. about horror. You hate it, but you seek it out. Poignant. Poetic. Thank you. I was the kind of kid who always read terrifying books and then regretted it horribly as I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I read it in middle school. Ooh. And not good. Not a good time. Kind of surprised we had it also. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, give this eighth grader it. Hey, the eighth grader checked it out of his own volition, and that's on you. Yeah, and then when I hop on Phasmophobia and uh, five minutes before recording a podcast episode, a freaky lady teleports <laughs> into my tent and scares the shit out of me. You know, that was that was of my own volition, too. Hey, listeners, we changed tents. <laughs> 
We're not in the we tent did. that James picked out. My my delight from hearing ghost noises was quickly replaced with dread when I looked in the corner of the tent and saw that there was a blurry lady just kind of clipping through the tent wall. She was just singing. She was serenading us with some Ring Around the Rosie. I hope she comes to our tent eventually. She's been kind of quiet. She's probably making all that noise over in the other tent. One of these questions I wanted to ask was, um, what changes have you liked the most when it comes to this game? The thing is that this game is still still technically in beta, so a lot of the changes have been kind of what you'd expect of it as it gets more sophisticated. Like, early on, the ghost couldn't tell if you were talking while it was hunting you. Now it can. Now you have to physically hide behind furniture or something for it to not see you. You can't just cower in the corner and be like, don't look here. It will look unless you're hidden. You or in danger. I like I like I really like the new evidence cuz it gives you a lot more opportunities. So like we've had the dots projector get added which projects little little green dots all over and when the ghost moves through it you can see that those dots kind of get shifted into a body shape. Yeah, and oftentimes it's running at you, which oh, yeah. I love. <laughs> I love it when suddenly there's a full body dude just booking it at me. Absolutely. At all times. It's your favorite thing to see. Second, well, it's your second favorite. Your actual favorite is someone singing to you in your tent. It sucks. It sucks. I will say the dots <laughs> projector, like, it even freaks me out on cam because everything in this game is usually really slow. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not exactly hauling ass in this game. You're not sprinting around a ton. And so when you do see something moving quickly, at least I have kind of a visceral reaction where I'm like, whoa, that's that's way too fast. Um, and the, the dots has that for sure. Because it's a spirit from beyond the grave. Spirits can go fast. Oh, that's a... That's a nice just like quality of life change. When you're a ghost, you have unlimited sprinting now. And I refer to that as, you know, when you're dead. You don't get to become the ghost and play against it. There's no PvP. But when you're dead, you get to walk around and, you know, spy on your fellow players. You can throw things at them. It doesn't hurt them, but it feels nice emotionally. It feels it feels great throwing shit at your friends. If, if I got killed because of a partner's in action or incorrect action, <laughs> I like to go find things like there's a saw in one of the things and just throw it at them and be like, this was on you. This was your fault. I'm going to throw deadly weapons at you. It's either I throw I throw stuff at my teammates or I start to try bowling or like <laughs> stacking things. That's always fun. Sometimes when mine are taking like a long time, I'll just make drawings on the on the ground for them. Like I made a frowny face once that went over really well. Um, I've put <laughs> arrows toward my dead body, stuff like that. All right, all right. We, we've had our fun. It's time to it's time to get super critical, Laura. Mm-hmm. How do we fix phasmophobia? How do we how do we elevate it? What would you add to this game? To, to save it. See, this you is know, a hard it's one. Down. Is it shutting it's, down? No, I, I made all that You're up making to make it sound up. more dramatic. I, I think this is like an undefeated, like, paranormal investigation game. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about that later because that seems weird to me. But if you could add something to this game, what would it be? This is such a good question. And I've been thinking about this and I'm not sure. Like, everyone says anytime they open up submissions, you'll see like a thousand people being like, add an exercise the ghost thing like part of the game but i don't know i mean like i genuinely really like the investigative and then get the hell out sort of thing yeah this this game isn't about getting rid of the ghost it's about documenting it and like finding evidence yeah i feel like that would run counter to the whole point of the game i think it would too i really i like the base concept i think there could be a little more done with the ghosts themselves like there's only i was gonna try to say a number but I would have to count on my head. There, There's only like a handful of ghost models and they all behave the same, largely. One of them crawls on the floor and it's horrifying. Is that the leech face child? Oh, the leech face child does too. Um, but there's also the girl who looks like the ring girl. Oh, yeah. I hate those little freaks. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure they were lovely kids in life, but um, they're I not hate them anymore. Now. 
Yeah, not cool. I, I guess one of the issues with having the models act distinct would be it would make the game too easy. Yeah, because then because you could just be like, oh, axe murder. Them. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna propose. I'm gonna propose something wacky. We Is it that we the, go to the other tent? The, the blue tent. Now that we've relocated to uh, a closer tent to where the, the ghost is being active, we could hear her throwing stuff, but we couldn't hear the singing, so maybe we'll get some more action there. We'll see. Maybe she'll pop um, into this tent and say hi to us. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. You'd love that. I'm stoked. Yeah, you can tell from the voice that's leaving my mouth that I would love that. I do want to talk. They added a Cursed Objects update yes. a while ago. And yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, so that did add more, um, not quite strategy, but more like player choice. Like you can, if you want, find stuff out about the ghost faster at the risk of pissing off the ghost and draining your sanity so the ghost is more likely to attack you anyway. And also it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun messing with a Luigi board. It is fun... Oh, I don't know, handing somebody a uh, cursed mirror <laughs> uh, and not... Oh, she's okay. out there. Do you see her? It, yeah, I can She's looking her. at I us. see her. I don't like that. Anyway, we have a podcast to record, ma'am. Uh, if you could go back in your tent. <laughs> but, but yeah. <laughs> that worked. You, you, put, you put a cursed mirror in my hands and you're like, this will tell you where the ghost is. <laughs> I, I looked at it like a jackass, <laughs> trusting my friends. And yeah, eventually it cracked and then I died because a ghost dragged me down and snapped my neck. If I remember so, good, correctly, good directly after I handed you the cursed mirror, I walked out of the house. I think it's important to put that in there. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely like if I if I wasn't trusting hey! my friends. Um oh wow, she is yeah, she is just in there. And by there you mean our tent. Yeah. Yeah, like Literally in our tent. Do you have any investigator pet peeves? Like something you don't want your teammates to ever do? Um, try to get me killed. Go on. <laughs> can, can you give me more details on how, if someone were to try to kill you in this video game, how would they do it? Um, use of cursed objects or also making noise while the ghost is hunting. Hmm, interesting. So like, let's say if someone handed you a mirror. Yeah, that would that be cursed. that would be one of them. Oh. But in my defense, back uh, now I don't know if you remember this cuz clearly you don't remember much uh, yeah, of your I, early I days of phasmophobia. Anything. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. <laughs> You yourself were like, you know, we could do some PvP phasmophobia where we just try to I get do. the other person killed. And I thought, you know, handing you a cursed mirror would be a fun little callback to that. It was. It was like a year apart. It was like those a stream two, reference. Those two events. Those two <laughs> events were a year apart. It was yes, a throwback. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. That was fun, though, when I, I did make that PvP Phasmophobia video. Yeah. Where I was like, yeah, people should... It's kind of like playing chicken. Like, you go, into a, you go into a building and you both agitate the ghost, but then, like, at the last minute, you both try to avoid getting killed by the ghost. And see, cursed objects make that a lot better. Yeah, it didn't take off, but yeah, the cursed objects thing. Maybe I can look into that. I don't know, can you can you spawn in like 10 cursed mirrors and just have people go through them like crazy? Or is that you not a thing we can do? You can't do that, but it, I think in the custom difficulty, you can make all of the cursed objects spawn. What if you could have two competing teams that are trying to collect information, collect clues, Ooh. and then get the get the correct guess faster than the other team that, I think that would could be, be interesting we could workshop that into something yeah i'll uh i mean i don't have the the ear of the developers but neither do i, I. you said that like you thought i did i kind of do think you do because when i think of phasmophobia pros i think of you immediately that's sweet of you i know <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so this goes back to this being the premier paranormal investigating game because this game has a lot of imitators, mm -hmm. but nothing seems to have like dethroned it. Like they're all just flash in a pan. Like, oh, this is phasmophobia, but uh, it's in Egypt. Um, we're gonna talk about for warrant. <laughs> we're gonna talk about for warrant. Maybe I've seen your question could. list. I think we're gonna talk about for warrant. I've 
I think we could talk about Forewarned, uh, but what does this game have that those ones don't? Like, why are we still in 2023, Year of Our Lord, sitting in a tent talking about phasmophobia? Okay, I think the, like, less fun answer is brand recognition, because it was really the first one. And I think you're always going to be talking about things that come after as this, but different. Because it wasn't... As far as I know, it wasn't really preceded by anything that did the same things that it does. It it really wasn't because, um, or however I phrase this to agree with you, because I am agreeing with you right yeah. now. But I'm trying to I'm trying to get my negatives correct in this statement. I remember, and this was the freaky thing, and I'm probably going to sound like I'm talking out of my ass, but I was talking with a friend about wanting a ghost hunting game. Mm-hmm. Like a month before Phasmophobia came out. You brought Phasmophobia into the world. Um, listen, I'm not saying it, I birthed it out of my brain, but... I think you might have. I, yeah, I may have, but my my friend messaged me when she found out that this game was coming out, and she's like, James, it's the one that we were just talking about. And I was like, holy shit. So yeah, I think this is like the first, but when you think of games that are like the first of its genre or are genre defining typically they eventually get replaced with something though yeah something will come along and either give it a run for its money or replace it and i just have not seen that happen with phasmophobia it's really interesting and i think part of we were talking about how it's not doing the exorcism stuff and i think part of it hey did you see her walk at you That's cool. I think part of it is the refusal to kind of go away from what they are. Like, it's a ghost investigative game. It's not anything else. It turned the radio on if you want to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Silly me. I left the radio on. It's a terrible work environment. Go on. It's not trying to bite off more than it can chew, in a way. So it's not having to deal with all the mechanics of getting rid of the ghost, of doing all these other things. It picked what it wanted to do, and it's doing it in a pretty solid way. What would be a game that's biting off more than it can chew in this genre, or maybe isn't succeeding quite as much as Phasmo? I don't know, maybe it's like in Egypt or something, and there's like mummies? I don't know. Okay. I'm just kind of spitballing. You know what, it's, James? It, it's also the only example that I have. Because <laughs> I've seen I've seen trailers of other games that are like this, but I I could not muster myself to care because I was like, oh, this is just phasmophobia, and that's in my that's in my library right now. Mm-hmm. So I have played many of these other kind of knockoffs Ooh. of Phasmo because my gaming group likes to do horror games, and Forewarned is actually not as bad as you're making it sound. I, it, yeah, honestly, I should not I should not dunk on Forewarned. It was just the yeah, only Yeah, didn't you try playing one. it, like, once? I, um, actually, I tried playing it twice. Oh, and, my um, mistake. I didn't look up any guides. I spent most of my time making fun of it. So if you want to set the record straight... <laughs> um, and tell me, tell me some good like competitors in this genre, and some not so great ones. I would, I would love to hear about them. I think that, I think that Forewarned is good because of the same thing that I just said with Phasmophobia knowing what it's doing. And I think probably Forewarned at the beginning didn't quite know what it was doing, but it has kind of turned itself into an exploring and then figuring out what the evil mummy thing is, magi, what the magi is, and then either doing a ritual to get rid of it or just escaping. But the escaping, you have to do different things to get out. One of them hates fire. One of them can only be seen on night vision. One of them can hear you if you talk like at all, and then will come and kill you. So it sounds more confrontational. Rather yeah. than the gathering evidence. Stuff. You do still have to gather evidence, but it's significantly less focused on investigating. Like, you kind of are wandering around an Egyptian tomb, at least how I play it, and just, you kind of 
the evidence happens to you, the pots will break or whatever, and you're like, oh, that's destruction of vases. Whereas this, you have to find the evidence in a more active way. Okay. Hang on, I have to check the name of this next one I'm about to mention. Oh boy, that means it's good. Okay, so this other thing that I've been playing recently is called ghost watchers and it's called ghost watchers but you're not really watching the ghost very much you're fighting the ghost oh i don't like that i want to watch them well do you because you made us leave the tent when when she appeared listen that's for that's for the listeners you know (laughs) if it was just me and you hanging out just cracking open a couple of cold ones and relaxing listen to the radio I'd be fine having her sing pocket full of posies in my ear constantly, but, you know, people are probably listening to this on their commute to work, and I don't want anyone getting road rage because this ghost can't shut up. All right. Keep telling yourself that. No, no. (laughs) She's listening to you. Yeah. So, Ghost Watchers is kind of that thing that people wanted where you find out what the ghost is, and then you get rid of it. So there's two phases to it. There's the figure out what the ghost is phase. But then once you know what it is, put it into this machine and it tells you the steps of the ritual for getting rid of it. And it might be like the ghost that's drowned. You have to turn on all the water taps and then like throw something, throw holy salt at it or something and then turn them off and like do other things and then catch it in this, I'm sure, highly sophisticated piece of equipment. And then you're done. So that one's got like extra stuff, but it's still pretty fun. I think I still like Phasmophobia better, but it's nice to have a change of pace sometimes. Okay, nice. I'm coming away from this not as dismissive of the other um, occupants of the genre. I won't even call them knockoffs. Okay, this is kind of your chance to brag. Mm -hmm. Have you ever just immediately known what type of ghost a ghost is? Yes. Like, how quickly and how did you know? It depends on the... Well, it depends on the ghost. There are some things, like, if you have salt down and a ghost steps in it but doesn't leave footprints. I'm saying that, but they changed it recently. So wraiths do something else. But it used to be that if you had if you had salt, you heard footsteps in the salt and looked at it and there were no footprints, it was a wraith. If you take a picture of it and it disappears immediately, but it still counts as a ghost photo, it's a phantom. You can't see okay. phantoms on photos and taking a picture makes it disappear. Other than that, you can often tell when it's like a demon because it will often hunt you really fast. Yeah, demon has always stuck out to me because I am not a phasmophobia expert, but even I can be like, wow, uh, someone just got their neck snapped and we're like three minutes into the game. Like, probably a demon. And when it's not, it's a mare. <laughs> There's stuff like a mare will never turn the lights on. It will always try to turn them off. The djinn will turn the breaker on, but not off because it has a special power related to the breaker being on. So mares will like to turn the breaker off. Djinn will like to turn it on. Stuff like that. All these little little things that you get used to. Revenants will be really slow until they see you, in which case they will sprint at you and try to kill you really oh, successfully. I don't like that. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, the this sounds like the burden of knowledge. Like, <laughs> I, if I knew that, I'd be I'd be much more afraid. Like when I get hunted, I'm usually just like I'm gonna stuff myself in a locker and that's it. I'm well, safe. I've got some. I don't know if you'll think it's good news, but it's definitely news. There's a ghost now, the Diogen, that knows where you are at all times. You can run because it goes pretty slow, so you can kind of loop it around things, but you cannot hide. It knows where you are. So you can turn this into a game of Dead by Daylight, where you just loop it around a couch until it dissipates? Yes. (laughs) But if it's a different ghost, you'll probably die doing that. Yeah, imagine being a paranormal entity. You've harnessed enough negative energy in this world to potentially kill somebody, and they just shimmy around a couch for about 20 seconds, and then your your energy dissipates and you dematerialize. I would be so mad. I would be the maddest ghost. The last thing you see is them doing a TikTok dance at you as you disintegrate. 
honestly, the ghost deserves to kill you then. <laughs> Piggybacking off of that, do you have any, like, white whales, like, like any nemeses in this game? Hmm, mimics. Because mimics fake evidence. And I'm always so mad when I get tricked by a mimic. Furious. Oh, yeah. Can they have, like, is it ghost orbs? Yeah, they will fake ghost orbs, and if you're not thinking about it, you'll just, like, mark ghost orbs in your little journal, and then you'll think, oh, it's this ghost, and then you leave and it's a mimic because you didn't think, what if it's a mimic? I need to look for that fourth evidence. Which is reasonable, because if you were a, uh, a person trying to prove the existence of the paranormal, <laughs> and you were like, I have proof that a dead person or a demon or something is in this area. Behold my recordings, my video evidence, personal experience. And then some asshole was like, um, actually, (laughs) this is the wrong kind. So you only get $50 instead of 200. I'd be furious. Um, Yeah, it's a little, it's a little silly. That is interesting. And for me, it's usually demons because I'm not good at the game. I get my neck snapped, but I could see for a a thorough investigator, a mimic requires um, some vigilance. Now we get into the, um, the, the more Laura questions. Okay. Or, but if you come up with anything you want to talk about relating to this game, by all means. Um, uh, because yeah. we are still in the lovely video game Phasmophobia. But I did want to ask you, do you think ghosts are real? Not really. I mean, I think there's, prob- there's definitely stuff we can't explain. I don't think it's the spirits of our dead walking around and doing things, like turning on the lights. Does that mean the ghost turned on the generator just now? Yeah. Oh, cool. Could be a gin. You know oh. that it's not a mare. That is true. If it's not ghosts groaning in our tent right now, um, or, or any other instance of people talking about the paranormal, what would you say uh, is the most likely explanation or your favorite explanation? If we want to throw reason and science out the window and come up with theories, what would you suggest as an explanation for ghosts? My favorite explanation, I think, is the idea of like time slips where you're not it's not a ghost. You're just seeing, you're making contact with the past, or I don't know, the future, I guess? Where, like, you're seeing a little Victorian girl because somehow time let that little Victorian girl show up and see you, and you probably freaked her out, too. That goes with uh, my favorite thing of, like, either, either something like that or, like, parallel universes... Yeah. Uh, You see somebody yawning in another universe, but, like, to you, that looks like someone screaming or making a very grotesque, freaky face at you. But it could literally just be a guy yawning. I like that. Yeah. Or, like, uh, people dancing. Like, imagine you you take the image of someone dancing in a nightclub and then take their silhouette and put it in, like, good heavens. (laughs) You put that into, like, somebody's attic. Yeah. And suddenly you're like, whoa. That would be freaky. Oh, hey, we have freezing temps. I know we're not playing this game, but there's freezing temps in this tent. Yeah, we can see our breath now. (laughs) Yeah, it could be anything. The the tent door is open, so I think it's just the cold air getting in. Or it's a time slip. Could be. Ancient Antarctica. Or present-day Antarctica. Antarctica from two days ago. Yeah. I mean, Wisconsin from, like, two days ago. Uh, Wisconsin from, like, right now ago. Yeah. If you were a ghost investigator, and this is me assuming that you're not in real life. Um, yes. That's kind of why I floated that first question, just to test the waters. But I'll, I'll humor you here, and we'll we'll do it anyway, even though mm-hmm. I know you're a non-believer. If you were a ghost investigator, what would your preferred role be? James, if I knew without a doubt that ghosts were real, you could not pay me enough to be a ghost investigator. Why? The ghost does killing. No, no, okay, okay, so this this question needs to be prefaced with like, or maybe you have some, some, some caveats, some caveats. Let's say it's like those, those shows like Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures or whatever's on the Travel Channel these days. I could not ghost... tell you if those were real shows you just named or not. Um, they both were. 
Okay. Yeah, those are both real. Um, where the ghost doesn't, uh, at least I don't think so, unless these shows have gotten way cooler. I don't think anybody's died on those shows from ghosts. <laughs> Not it's that I'm usually, aware of. It's usually people getting really scared or pretending that they're really scared. Let's say it's just deeply unnerving or potentially unnerving, unexplainable phenomenon in locations, and you're you're tasked with documenting and you know finding proof. What would you What would you want to do then? Would you want to be the person in the van? Would you want to be a recording person? Do you want to provoke the ghost? What would you want to do? I would want to be the van person or possibly the person who does research into all of the, you know, <laughs> history, the unexplained deaths, all that sort of stuff. That, that's like the that's like the van person to the van person. You're the yeah. guy on the radio at the beginning of a phasmophobia uh, Hey guys, match. there's... Um, <laughs> There's been some reports of unexplained phenomena. I think I could, I could nail that role. Yeah, that. And I mean, you are a librarian. You're. A, I assume that means you can do some wicked research. Yes. So I, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that part of it too. Yeah. Yeah, would, it's an important part. Someone's got to know. You know. Oh, there was an unexplained weird death back in 1853 could be what's going on someone's got to give the people a name to shout at the ghost to to try to get it to interact you are the person that writes on the board it responds to michael jackson yes although i think they did take the michael jackson name out of out of here oh did they really I think they did. It was it was kind of immersion breaking. I mean, not that we're super immersed in this game, but uh, it was a little goofy to hear people yelling, "Michael Jackson! Michael Jackson! Are you here with us now?" Yeah. Yeah, a little goofy. Is your library haunted? My library is only my current library is only three years old, so probably mm. not. Nobody's said anything, but. At my last library, there were people on the staff who fervently believed that it was haunted. All right, well, now you got to tell me why. Well, what did they think? There wasn't any, like, cool story. It wasn't like, you know, somebody saw a lady all robed in white floating across the circulation desk. It was just like, there are noises coming from that area of the stacks sometimes, and if you're in the basement people hear things which you know when people are alone and in a scary environment they're definitely calm and don't get like overactive imaginations at all absolutely not that's um no one ever does that i will tell you that i never heard anything in the basement and i was down there alone sometimes you are brave and yet you you could not be paid to be a ghost investigator. Because I don't think ghosts are real is why, like, I wasn't scared of ghosts in there. Hmm. I was horribly afraid of ghosts as a child, though. Same. same. Yeah. Th- those goofy shows that I mentioned earlier, um, I watched a marathon of, I think it's called Ghost Adventures. It's the one mm-hmm. with that uh, goofy guy that basically has, like, his own uh, museum of paranormal stuff. Okay, yeah. And I I can't handle and I can I can bring this back to phasmophobia. I can't handle anything that gives the ghosts a voice, mm. um, as in like an electronic voice or recording. With that the spirit stuff, box stuff. The spirit box in phasmophobia is probably the easiest way to get me to freak out. I'll get over it pretty quickly. I still think that being hunted is the scariest bit in this game. But I will definitely, like, yelp or yell something as soon as the spirit box says something. Either that or I'll, like, shut down, get really quiet, and start speed walking out of the... <laughs> out of whatever building we're in. Most stuff that the spirit box says, I'm fine with, but it has this... It does this one response that's a creepy voice going, like, I'm right behind you. And every time I hear that, I'm just, like, I throw the spirit box on the ground, and I start speed walking out, and then I'm, like... All right, guys, we got spirit box. I'm going back to the van to get something. I don't know if I've told you this story before. I think I've, I've shared it with a few people, but I downloaded a really cheesy app on my phone back in college that was supposed to be essentially a spirit box. Mm-hmm. And it would just say random words most of the time. Yeah. And it was kind of like a fun little thing. We're like, oh, what, it, what does that mean? It just said corn. 
Whoa, <laughs> did anybody have corn today? Um, but I was in a I was in a dorm with my girlfriend at the time and her roommates, and they'd been complaining about creepy stuff happening there, including like a, a weird noise coming from the window. Okay. Then the then the app said the word window, and we were sitting there like, whoa, did it do that intentionally? Is it using like voice recognition? And then it said the word James. Oh my god. And then think, like, pretty quickly. Like, normally there were long stretches of, like, pauses between words, but it was like, James, think. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, then I, and then I uninstalled it, and I was like, all right, well, <laughs> that's... It's it's either spying on me or I'm accidentally opening up a portal to the afterlife in my girlfriend's dorm. So I think I'm going to go back to playing League of Legends. Um, I like that it was just your girlfriend's dorm. Like, you got to leave, but you had just <laughs> yeah. opened up a portal, like a connection with this ghost who knew your name. And then you're like, well, I'm leaving. Have fun sleeping. Yeah, yeah. All right, later. I'm out. <laughs> Have fun with that. Enjoy yeah, for, the third roommate. Honestly, probably the uh, probably my favorite part of freshman year. Terrible year, but anyway. Freshman year is bad. Me. Yeah, freshman year is always bad. <laughs> what is the best way to support your local library, Laura? The best way to support your local library is to go to it. Check out books. You don't don't check out books if you don't want to. There is like video games. There's music. There's TV shows. Lots of libraries have what is often called a library of things. So, like, I know a library that checks out cake pans. My library uh, has a, like, energy detector reader thing, which I'm bringing up specifically because someone the other day asked for it by the name of EMF meter. And I was like, (gasps) what? Are you ghost hunting? And then, no, they wanted the energy detector, which is not as much fun. But, like... My library has sleds that you can check out in the winter. What? Yeah, we've got oh sleds. God. Go to the library, get some sleds. Lots of library, or not a lot, but some libraries have like passes for like state parks nearby or stuff like that. Libraries have cool things. Now, like, do you guys get additional funding or like are rated? I don't know if you guys have like a rating system. Like, is there a. Is there a tangible benefit you guys get from people going there? Yes. Other than just, oh, okay. Can you can you share more about that? Yeah, so beyond like the circulation stats, um, which is the statistics that come from people checking things out, whether it's books or cake pans or sleds, we also, at least here in Wisconsin, I assume, I assume there are similar things in other states, but we report our attendance numbers at programs to like the state at the end of the year, the start of the year, whatever. And then we get some funding from the state based on that. Okay. So it's cool. Plus the more you go to the library, the more likely you are to be able to get programs that interest you. All you have to do is be like, Hey, I would love a program that is about, genealogy or anime or pokemon or doing or ghosts yeah if if a library is haunted do you think they get more funding oh dude there's a there's a library somewhere out like somewhere out west i think that like bills itself as a haunted library and you can like look at their their security cams they have like webcam things up that you can watch at any time yeah like like right now i could go check out that library and yeah, and see if you see a ghost on the security cam. You guys need to get uh, you you need to get your library haunted. I'm not saying take any illegal action. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't say that on the podcast. Right, right. And I think the ghost in game is even taking issue with this. But I mean, there's ways of having a haunting without killing somebody. I mean, are you non- suggesting we fake a haunting? No, oh, not that either. No, I was saying um, either a non-human entity. Um, because, you know, like a demon isn't a person. That's just a thing. Or steal, or sorry, acquire like a haunted <laughs> object and then put it in the library. That's not killing anybody. That's just, that's true. Yeah. Like you got to think outside the box here. 
Um, if you want to get more funding for your library, I mean, if you if you hate the community and you don't want the kids to have the most enriching experience, I mean, that's that's oh on you. But uh, oh boy. Now, yeah, think, when you say it like that, I do have to get someone to haunt the library. Get, I have to get a cursed object. and Do you think that they'll let me buy that with library money? Or does this have to be like a donation? I feel like our um, like accounting person might be a little weirded out if I put an inbo- invoice on her desk that says, like, haunted object, teen programming money. Could you... Do you think you could ask that? Like, go up to your your uh, your budget person and say, like, so hypothetically speaking, if I find a a, a a finger bone of a saint or like a or some kind of haunted skull or doll or something, what's the limit on maybe getting this having this be a write off of some sort? Do you think they'd yeah. be open to that, or do you think they would shut that down? You know, I can bring it up. If I do and I hear back that, you know, we could do it, I will absolutely let you know. I'll keep you updated on my (laughs) quest to get the library haunted. I need to know this intersection between the financial world of public institutions and pseudoscience. (laughs) And I I need to see how this shakes out. I mean, they have, like, you can buy haunted dolls on eBay. And they say they're haunted, James. Would you buy one? Since no. you sit, okay, hold, hold on. I I know you're a non-believer. <laughs> or, or wait, wait, is it? Do you not want to buy it because you think it's a waste of money, or you don't want to buy it because you're worried it'll actually be haunted? Waste of money, and then I have an ugly doll in my home. <gasps> well, what if it's but a then, nice doll? Well, maybe that would be nice then. But then there is always the part of me that's like, well, what if it is? You know, you got me thinking, it's never like a, a Gundam figurine or like a, a badass Lego set that's haunted. It, it is always shitty dolls um, that are freakish in appearance. If you want me to con- to construct a um, pseudoscience theory right now, uh, spirits don't do well in plastic. Why? Um, it doesn't have the resonance needed to house a spirit okay Um, i just made that up yeah but it sounds good doesn't it it does and i was gonna say it's full of ghosts already from dinosaurs but dinosaur ghosts isn't most um oil which we would then use to make plastics actually like ancient ferns that were it probably um, is just based on like the amount of biomass (laughs) I feel like this is getting too smart. Um, we need to. We need <laughs> Let's to, bring this down. Yeah, yeah. I have, I, and I only have one more question uh, for you. Um, okay. But th- this is this is. Oh, I, ha- I have two. I have two. I'll, I'll start with the lighthearted one. Um, okay. Why? Do, why don't you think ghosts are affected by gravity? Habit. <laughs> habit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If I simply form the habit of being grounded, sir, <laughs> I will not drift away. Okay, I mean, that's gotta be it. Like, okay, hang on, hang on, here, here, I gotcha. So, the only ghosts that we see are the ones who have the habit of gravity. The reason why we don't see a bunch of ghosts are because they float away into space. Oh my god, it's the fucking diagram of the airplanes that return home with bullet holes in them. Yeah, James, you know why we don't see that many ghosts from modern times? It's because we know about gravity better. Oh my god. I was going to say because uh, in modern times people don't believe in ghosts, so you die and then you don't believe in yourself and you poof away. I like yours more, though. That's that's actually horrifying that, like, there is a sea of ghosts orbiting the sun... Uh, yeah. Briefly, briefly, they intersect with the Earth for for just a second or two, and then we and then hurl past them again. Yeah, that's leaving them in our wake. This isn't as lighthearted as I thought it would be. <laughs> um, Let's well, make everything horrifying. <laughs> all right, well, well, we'll see how you take this one then. If you saw the ghost of Dewey and or his decimal system, would you be more frightened or furious? furious because i couldn't punch him in the face probably and he sucked 
Let's say you have a bottle of holy water next to you, and if you coat your fists with it, you can you can physically interact with him for a limited time. I punch him in the face. <laughs> do you tell him why? Or do you yes. just wordlessly throttle the ghost of Dewey Decimal? I punch him in the face, and in this fantasy I knock him down. I don't think I could probably <laughs> knock down, you know, anyone with a punch, but I do. He's a ghost. And- He's a ghost. Yeah. He's light. You, He's you have the barely got the habit of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tell him all the reasons he sucks, which are many, many and varied. Actually, they're not that varied. It's mostly he hated everyone who wasn't like, you know, white and a man and straight and Christian. Okay. Yeah. Beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. I, I knew you. you weren't. I knew you weren't going to be afraid of Dewey Decimal. I knew you were going to opt for violence immediately. So, Thank you for understanding me. Yeah, that was that was fun. Um, well, that that about does it. Um, once this ghost that's behind you calms down. Oh, is she um, behind me? Oh, hi. Yeah, she, yeah. She's just kind of okay. She was really breaking it down. She was <laughs> jiggling all over the place. See, maybe she was dancing in a parallel universe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Do you have uh, any places online people could find you that you want to be found? Or in lieu of that, would you like to shout anybody or anything out? Anything well, you want to plug here? I'm trying to decide. I was thinking about this and then I wasn't thinking about it. Relatable. I also yeah. I also think and then cease to. Unless Twitter implodes, they can find me um, there at Stelica, S-T-E-L-L-E-K-A. But mostly you will hear my thoughts about, like, scissors and funny puns. And also, I will retweet a lot of Echo the Dolphin at you. Talk to me about Echo. (laughs) All right. That's awesome. Before we go, can I get you to say NPC later? And you you can put your own twist on it if you want, but you have to say it. I will not leave until you absolutely get me to say that, James. (laughs) I will. NPC you later. Oh, that is that is wonderful. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. This has been a honor. Thank you. And it's I been e- wonderful. I eagerly await the Echo the Dolphin episode. Episode 100. I'm counting on you.